Hey, I'm Glenn Rotman, one of the world's most recognized hypnotherapists. Join me on the Real Jason Duncan podcast for the root of all success. It's very rare that I get to share my gift with someone that really understands success, that understands how important our state of mind is. And on this time I shared with him, we really got to talk about the truth of what success is and so many other amazing topics. So this could very well be the most powerful 45 minutes of your life. Welcome to the root of all success with the real Jason Duncan, a podcast that explores how the world's most powerful entrepreneurs unlocked success and how their stories can help you do the same. A successful educator turned entrepreneur, Jason has built multi-million dollar businesses that have been featured in Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine. His life's mission now is helping entrepreneurs live what he calls hashtag the exit lifestyle. Introducing TEDx speaker, mastermind leader, author, entrepreneur, cigar aficionado, motorcycle enthusiast, and host of The Root of All Success, The Real Jason Duncan. The Real Jason Duncan. Welcome back to another episode. I am The Real Jason Duncan. I've got a certified hypnotherapist on the show today. Yep. Never interviewed a hypnotherapist before. This is Glenn Rotman. He is, as I said, a certified hypnotherapist. He's also an NLP practitioner. He's a captivating public speaker. He's a pilot, which we're going to talk about that as well. And he's been a success coach as well. So this is going to be, in my opinion, one of the coolest conversations you're going to sit in and listen to in a long time. I don't know where you are, but I know that for my seat, hypnotism and hypnotherapy had always been this kind of thing I looked at very skeptically. And I'm going to share with you and with Glenn on the show today a little bit about how I've had the renewed sense of interest and intrigue around it. And we're going to dive into what it really means, how to do it, what it looks like, and comparing it with people like Benny Hinn, these faith healers on television. And is it the same thing? Is it all bunk or is there some truth to it? So please help me welcome Glenn Rotman, Hypno Glenn, to the show. Hey, Glenn, welcome to the show, my man. Oh, awesome, awesome, Jason. Great to be here. Super excited to do some connecting and, and put some positive things out into the world by doing what we're going to do today. Uh, well, I'm glad of that, too. You are the very first hypnotherapist I've ever interviewed in my life. Not just the podcast, but uh, but mm -hmm. in just ever. Um, I only have had, you know, cursory experiences with hypnotism in general, and it's usually at the county fair, and they're trying to make people cluck like chickens and, <laughs> and run around. So, so that's what you that's what you got to work with right now. That's where we're going to start. And I I would say that a lot of the listeners probably have similar experiences. That that's kind of their only experience of this. But I want to I want to kind of set up for you and for the listeners why I've invited you to be on this show because. Uh, I, I've done a deep, deep dive into mindset, which I want to kind of get your perspective on that in just a minute as well, over the last couple of years, which has led me to, uh, to reading a lot of books about the concept of hypnotherapy and how that works to pull down the conscious mind so that the subconscious mind can be reprogrammed. 
and that led me to following or finding you on Instagram. And then I reached out and, and, and here we are having the show today. So, um, let, let's kind of, let's start there. So let's talk about mindset and what you believe about mindset. And then yeah. we'll address the clucking like chicken stuff and, <laughs> and then get into the real stuff about hypnotherapy. I was guilty of that at one point in my life as well, but it is <laughs> so much more than just that, which we'll definitely dive into. You know, I think for me, it all breaks down to the state of mind that we choose to live our life in. And those are very specific words that I said. The state of mind that we choose, we do choose our state of mind. We choose our mindset. And the work that I do is going right to that space. You know, when we walk around thinking negatively, when we walk around thinking that we don't have the opportunities that we're not even seeing in front of our face. Opportunities, not just money-wise, but with relationships, with friends, with investing to learn the things that we want to learn. When we're stuck thinking in a bad space, we overlook so many things that we could create and build in our life. And that's why I love this kind of work, because we can literally just program somebody's mindset. So when they're out in a negative state, all of a sudden, this thought kind of gets through in their head. And they're like, wait a second. Oh, yeah. And we start shifting. And all of a sudden, one day that could be very, very negative and destructive becomes a productive day that we build upon into the next day. So how did uh, so if you if you believe that which I agree 100%. Yes. How did that become a reality for you? When did you become aware of this concept? So I became aware of it actually in high school when I took the Silva method. It was a class on meditation and self-hypnosis which is really just meditation. And that class changed a lot of my childhood and I released a lot of the junk that I had to grow up with, but I didn't always stay connected to it through most of my life. It was always in the back of my mind, running around as I was living my life, doing things that necessarily weren't up to my potential. And then when it all really hit home for me, and when I really said, you know what, my mindset, my faith in myself and in, in what I could achieve, it's either everything or it's nothing. And now it's time to step into what I ignored, that nagging feeling that I should have been doing more, I could have been doing more, why did I settle for less? All of that came just crashing home after my divorce when I needed to redefine my life and realize, hey, if half of my life is over, if we're figuring a hundred year life, right? If half of my life is over, what am I doing? Why am I settling for what I know I could do more with? And that was the big shift for me where I decided I'm either going in a hundred percent or not. And I chose a hundred percent. So you, you, 
you did the Silva method uh, or took a class or a course on the Silva method in high school. Yeah. Is that uh, I, I'm familiar only with the name. I'm not yes. familiar with the, the specific methodology. Could you yeah. tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. Jose Silva, one of the most brilliant people that's ever walked the face of this earth. And he really honed in on using our creative imagery on making something that hasn't existed yet familiar. So that way, two things happen. Either one, you create it in your life, or when you get it in your life, it's familiar and you don't sabotage it. You know, much like a relationship, if you've never had a loving, healthy, connected relationship, and you're used to toxic, dramatic relationships, well, when you meet someone that's healthy, that's the first thing you're going to sabotage if it's not a familiar feeling. You either sabotage it by not connecting, by not sharing, by not letting them know how you feel, taking them for granted, or running some old negative patterns of behavior. Because healthy isn't familiar. And the course was really all about that, using this gift of our creative imagination to create what we want in our life before we have it. So we can then be pulled towards our goals instead of constantly pushing against a brick wall. I don't think I've ever had anybody explain to me the way you just said that. And that was a truth bomb for me. So I, I actually wrote this down, making something that doesn't yet exist in your life familiar. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, wow, that that's, that's, so, so I'm a big believer in daily affirmations, mm. um, auto suggestion, which I want to get your, your take on. Yep. Like I got, and I, so I'm doing that. I, I've got five specific ones that I've been reciting daily consistently for the last probably year. Yeah. Um, and some of those things are coming to fruition and becoming reality, but I have never thought about it in terms of the reason that I'm doing it is I'm making it familiar so that when it appears, I don't sabotage that. Yeah, that's enough for me today. The show's over. That's all I needed. I was, I'm good. That was, that was deep, man. That was, that was really good. So yeah. I need to look up this Jose Silva guy. That's Fantastic. interesting. Now, how did that lead to though hypnosis? Where did, how yeah. did that meditative concept go to, well, I'm going to also do hypnotherapy. Well, I was, when I, after one of the first things I did after my divorce was get my pilot's license. Why? because I decided I wanted to. There was no, I didn't want to be a professional pilot. I was in the pool at, at the time I, had, I was in the apartment with my daughter and there was a bunch of helicopters and planes flying and I just thought, I think I want to do that. Then two weeks later, I was, I was enrolled in flight school. And then I realized as I was flying, because this was the time for me to fill my life with things that interested me so I could bring joy into my life, which will, which also is really key. If you want to have positive people in your life, if you want to have a positive relationship in your life, make your life something that somebody else would want to be a part of. You know, if your life isn't beautiful and it's not, I don't mean perfect and lavish, but if you're not connected to things in your life that bring you joy and there's not happiness in your life, how are you going to attract somebody to share that with, you know? So I started doing that. I'm like, let me just dive into all these things that interest me. 
And when I got my pilot's license, I realized so many people are afraid to fly. And I thought, maybe I could do something with that. And so I found a hypnotherapy college in Los Angeles that I went to. And I went in, shared my story with one of the main instructors. And a week later, I was enrolled in school. And what I realized was I already knew everything they were teaching me from back in high school. Well, not everything, but many of the things. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it was here all along. And next thing you know, I was in hypnotherapy school, changing my mindset, learning about what I just shared, how to make things familiar that aren't in my life yet. So, so you go to, I didn't know there were hypnotherapy colleges. There are, there are. So, so you actually go to school and you learn methodology about hypnotherapy. So let's break it down into basics. So what is hypnotherapy? It's really a focused state of awareness at its simplest form where God bless you, sir. So when we, when we meditate, and get out of the noise of our conscious mind. We're able to use techniques, imagery, words to make dramatic and instant changes this fast. And there's a phenomenon that happens. And this is where the stage hypnotist comes in, where certain people become very suggestible in the meditative state. So when somebody I see is starting to relax and I say sleep, drop, they enter this creative state of imagination. And if I say something like your chair is hot, you're sitting in a burning hot chair, they feel as if they're sitting in a burning hot chair. And that's where the stage hypnotist does their funny show. What's your name? You can't remember it. And in that state, they can't remember it. And they're in this wild state of imagination. Well, there's much more we can do with it than just make people do silly stuff. And I started doing entertainment hypnosis because I I just fell in love with it. But I realized at the time, the teachers that I had, the mentors that I had were like, listen, you're not doing therapy. You're You're entertaining people with stage hypnosis. That's it. So I did that at first. Then I got a little bored. I'm like, wait a second. Why can't I do therapy in front of people? Why can't I make changes the same way I would make somebody laugh out loud or think that an onion is a sweet apple what if i were just to go you know what think about that one thing you've been holding on to for too long do you feel it in your body well let's three two one let's let that go what is it you want in your life see that be it bring it in now and that's what i started doing you know um oh you have that fear of snakes huh what if there's a snake in front of you Now, let's go ahead and erase that from your mind so the next time you see a snake, you're going to laugh and smile. Bam. Done. Now we go further. Let's think about that traumatic experience. Let's not relive it, but bring up a connection. Bring up the attachment you have to it. Now, let's be brave and let's move through that right now. And that's how I started my true success in this career. So, so there is the, the, these stage hypnotists that are doing entertainment hypnotists. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that 
that's real? Like these people are really doing this because they're just in a, a, a suggestive state or, I mean, how much of that's real versus put on? I mean, there's always somebody that's going to play along in a big show because they like the attention. But what's funny is the people that start to play along, they drop into it and realize they weren't playing along anymore. A lot of the times it's interesting, you know, but I can feel it. And when I, I don't do stage hypnosis shows like I used to anymore. I will do a stage transformational show where I do some of the silly stuff, but halfway through I change it instantly to being meaningful and doing therapy and work and connecting everybody. But I can feel it when I'm having somebody breathe in deep and let's say I pick up their arm, I can feel tension. And I know if somebody's because they don't know when I do certain things, what I'm checking for, they have no idea. So I can tell visually, you can't always tell. But the second I do little things, I know instantly if they're not in that state that I want them to be at. Or if they were faking it, I can tell instantly because they're not responding the way what for what I'm feeling for, if that makes sense. So the way I understand hypno, hypnotism or hypnotherapy, the way I understand it, and I mentioned this earlier, but I, I didn't really give any context, is that that we have really two parts of our mind. It, there's you got a visitor. Mind. There's a kitty cat. <laughs> For those of you watching on YouTube, you're, you're getting to see his cat there. Yeah. Um, so so uh, there's the subconscious mind, which is subject to suggestions that are given by the conscious mind. The conscious mind sees everything as it is. It takes in, it filters, it determines what it wants to do with it and feeds it to the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind then acts as a, as a, robots, maybe not the right word, but acts mm -hmm. just subject to, it's a subject of the conscious mind. That's the way I see it. And I want you, yeah. let me, I want to finish my explanation and then you correct yeah. it, but that's the way I see it. So, so my example of that is the consciously, when you're watching a scary movie, you know that the person didn't just get shot. The ghosts aren't real. The person can't float, yeah. but you get it, but that doesn't stop your subconscious from feeling the emotions of being frightened. So if your subconscious or excuse me, if your conscious yeah. mind can learn to train itself to say, this isn't real, this isn't real, this isn't real, your subconscious will eventually go, okay, it's not real. And then you don't get scared anymore. That's why some people cannot flinch when somebody acts like they're going to hit them in the face where other people do, because they haven't trained their conscious mind to know what's real and what's fake. So in my, my feeble understanding of hypnotism mm -hmm. and hypnotherapy is that the hypnotist steps into the role of the conscious mind kind of pulls it out of the way and reprograms the subconscious. That's my, that's my fable. That's pretty good. What do you think? That's pretty good. I, I see it always as kind of two way dialogue back and forth with our conscious and unconscious mind. You know, mostly everything is, is controlled by our subconscious. Obviously we don't think about our breath until we do. We can consciously control our breath. But most of the time, we don't think about it. We blink. We don't think about blinking until I just said, think about blinking. But we don't think about the speed in which our blood goes through our veins and all the, all the things that our subconscious mind controls for us. And at the same time, we don't really think about why we have so many of the thoughts that we think, the patterns that we think in our mind that come from our subconscious programming and there's two ways we can make a change 
we can, and I do affirmations by the way as well. I have them on my mirror in my bathroom. I believe they are some of the most powerful and important things to do. It's kind of like our compass in life. You know, if we don't have our GPS, we're going to end up somewhere else. And I feel like for me, affirmations are the GPS that tells us where we want to go by our terms, by our definitions. And I really like those. So the two-way dialogue is there are thoughts that we consciously think and there's thoughts that we're not even aware of that we've been programmed to think, such as, you know, fears, phobias, limiting beliefs. If you think about it, we're born with two fears, the fear of falling, the fear of loud noises, every other fear we've learned. So if you put a rattlesnake in a baby's crib, they're going to laugh because they think the rattle is cute. They don't know there's a deadly venomous creature in front of them. They had to learn that fear and some fears are important. And some fears hold us back. The same with our beliefs. You know, we, we take on our limiting beliefs the way people take on fears. We take on the I can't do this or this isn't for me or that that person just was lucky. We take on all these beliefs that we get through our input from the world. You know, whether we're aware of it or not, our subconscious mind is always aware. We are seeing life by example from other people that we're not even aware of. And that stuff gets in, especially things from childhood before we form that critical filter where we can say, wait a second, that's not true. When a child grows up in a traumatic home, when a child grows up with inconsistent messages of love, from a toxic parent relationship that they are being subjected to. They have a genuine distrust for life and they recreate that quite often until they learn from it or heal it. And I don't know if I got off topic, but it's just, <laughs> just kind of... Uh, well, I, I, what, I what I was saying in my explanation was that the hypnotherapy, the hypnotherapist rather, is kind of stepping into that conscious mind to, to kind of do some reprogramming. Is that essentially what, what's happening? Yeah. Let's take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors for making this podcast possible. As an entrepreneur, I know that you have to deal with sales on a regular basis. I mean, every entrepreneur does. And if you aren't paying attention to sales as an entrepreneur, you're not going to be an entrepreneur for very long. But I've got a sponsor of this show called Dub that helps you bring the personal back to sales. If you want to figure out how to improve content creation, improve client trust, uh, improve your sales process, decrease the sales cycle, because we all know time kills deals. If you want to increase client bookings and increase conversions, you need to take a look at Dub. There's a special offer for Dub for listeners to the Root of All Success at therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub, and that's D-U-B-B. What Dub does, I've been using this for years. I'm a huge fan, and I'm so honored that they're our uh, primary sponsor of the podcast, but they have helped over 60,000 businesses around the world communicate better, to make sales easier, to make sales more personal. 
And it's built, Dub is built for growing teams. I mean, you can set up video emails, you can set up custom onboarding, you can do admin reporting, uh, anything you need around video and sales and automation, Dub is there. You can try Dub now. Your conversions to sales are waiting. All you got to do is go to therealjasonduncan.com slash dub. And there you're going to get two weeks for free to try dub. Plus you're going to get 50% off your first two months of dub. You can't, you can't beat that. So go check it out. Go to the real slash dub. Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Now back to the show. Yeah. We're, we're, we're bypassing the critical filter, getting out of the noise of our, our head specifically getting past our beta brainwaves into our alpha brainwaves where we have access to imagery to reprogramming through these different techniques that we use. And so, yeah, we do. We take over. Ultimately, the conscious mind is supposed to drift and think about different things, which it does while we're working with imagery, emotions, feelings to make that change. Now, is uh, is it, what's the, I guess, the, the ethical uh, portion of doing hypnotherapy based on this question? Is someone in a, hypnotherap- in, a hip- in a hypnotherapy session who's in that meditative state where they're highly suggestive, yeah. will someone act against their core values or sure. beliefs yeah. in that moment? And if, if, so you're saying they would? Generally, no. Generally, they will not, not generally. No. So generally, no. So what's the ethical part of what you're doing? Are there, there rules around, Hey, for example, this is a crazy example, but on a hypnotist stage show, they can make people run around and cluck like chickens. But I would assume also they could say, Hey, take your top off. Like you could do that. But that's that's an ethical. Hey, we don't we don't do that, right? I mean, are there rules around this? Well, there's like any other rule. If you're a scumbag, you're gonna have a scummy life. And the reason I don't really call I don't call myself a stage hypnotist is there are ones that just get they believe that they're more than who they are because they can in that state have people do certain things. So I don't. Ethical, it's like any other profession, you know, there's, there's bad therapists, there's bad doctors. I've, the clients I've worked with, some of them have gotten the absolute worst advice I have ever heard from licensed psychologists, you know, so there's good and bad in every single profession is the way I see it, you know, and yes, generally speaking, you won't make someone do anything that's not in their core values. So if you're inhibited, you'll be inhibited. However, a really high responder will, or you can condition someone. Now, there's a guy in England called Darren Brown, and he's also a, he's a hypnotist, magician, mentalist, and he kind of blurs those lines. But he does a lot of social experiments where he conditions people to do things beyond their core beliefs. So we can do that. And don't we also do that in relationships? Don't unhealthy people manipulate other people? And that's the same thing, right? Yeah. 
Well, let me ask you this too. Uh, as I as I look at you know your your hypno Glenn on TikTok and Instagram, so no underscore Glenn, hypno, hypno underscore Glenn with two N's, hypno Thank you. underscore Glenn. Um, you know, I see your videos and what you're doing, yeah. and there's a lot of physical work that looks like you're doing. For example, yeah. you're holding someone's arm and then you'll yank it and then say sleep at the same time. And I don't know. I don't know why or what the technique is. That's really between you and what you do. But but if I'm being honest, yeah. that also looks a whole lot like what I see Benny Hinn doing at his healing things where he's hitting people in the face and making them fall over. I, I don't I don't personally see those as the same, mm -hmm. but I can see a lot of people going, this is all hogwash. It's called crap. Like, all help right. me understand what's going on in that. I'm so glad you actually brought that example up. All right. If I ever have a moment to sit with Benny Hinn, I will shake his hand and say, sir, you are the best stage hypnotist of all time. However, <laughs> you are the, also one of the most disgraceful human beings I've ever met because what you do is not based from God. What you do is based on stage hypnosis techniques, adrenaline, building rapport, and using the power of suggestion. He is not a man of God. He is a disgrace. And I don't care if anybody likes him that's watching this. I will debate anybody on this topic. He is truly, to me, a disgusting human being. He's a stage hypnotist. What he's doing, one, when you go to his revivals or his services, your subconscious mind already knows what's going to happen. He's going to say, fire, and then you're going to fall over. You've already seen this pre-framed for you. You know this going in ahead of time. And two, his whole sermon is what we call one giant hypnotic induction. So by the time you go on that stage, people are shaking, they're crying already, they're nervous, which means they're in fight or flight. They're, they're heightened. Their adrenaline is pumping through their body. So now their conscious mind is already in looking for a command. And then when he goes, you are healed or fire, or Jesus release it. He's playing on their adrenaline. They don't show the people the next day. They don't show those people the next week when the adrenaline wears off the damage they just did to their body because of what he just did to them. Now, do some people get healed? Well, some people have learned to detach from the pain. I do a technique that works it always reduces the pain. If it doesn't remove it completely, it's never not reduced. Let's say you have some chronic pain, like let's say in your neck. I can do this technique, take it from a level 10. It will always go to a level three or two. Many times it'll go to a level zero. It's not because I healed you. I didn't heal you. I worked a process of your subconscious mind to detach from the pain because pain is subjective the same way people can stick needles through their body or you know light themselves with a flame very different right me saying we're going to detach you from the pain versus you are healed he's using that process calling it healing now through that do some people get healed absolutely because we are that powerful you know and i have hypnotherapy sessions on healing on cancer now, does my cancer session heal cancer? 
Absolutely no. Does it help you in helping your body heal? 100% yes with the treatments that you are doing. Did I, did I make that clear? Hopefully. Yeah, that, I think that is a fantastic explanation and it makes sense. So that's why I, as a follower of Jesus who looks at something like what Benny Hinn is doing, I see it as despicable for a lot of other reasons. I think you see it from a, a, a very practical, hey, he's manipulating, going back to my ethical conversation earlier, he's manipulating an actual science and, and way that we manip we can um, help people and he's using it in a manipulative format. So I think we're on the same page there. I think that's a good example. So when you go to hypnotize someone and let's say someone, let's use smoking, for example. So yeah. come so you say, hey, man, I've been smoking cigarettes for the last 10 years. I really want to quit. Can, can hypnotherapy actually make a person stop? And if so, how many sessions does it take mm -hmm. to make it permanent? Where, like you said, hey, we don't see the people the next day at the Benny Hinn things that go back to pain. Like if you did a stage thing where you hip, hypnotize a guy and he's no longer smoking, he doesn't want to do it. Two weeks later, is he smoking a pack of cigs? I mean, what? Tell me how that sure. works. Uh, many, many clients quit the very first session. I did a one of my transformational kind of entertainment shows this past weekend, and that footage will be out soon. And you'll see me take somebody that's been vaping for years, and in a fifteen, actually no, in five minutes, she quit vaping. And she's a friend through a friend that knows her. So I've. She's texted me and said, man, that's amazing. I'm, I'm, I have no desire to touch that vape anymore. So it can happen that fast. Does that happen? Do I always get that desired result? I'd love to say yes, but the truth is we don't always get the desired result. Sometimes it's a process of repetition. 90% of my smokers quit in one session and then it's done. It's out of their life. There's always a small percentage that weren't ready to quit or they're doing it for somebody else, or they're just, they're just not ready yet, even though they say they are, you know what I mean? But yes, hypnotherapy, I believe, is the only way to quit smoking. And it can be painless, easy. And when they open their eyes, I'm like, do you want a cigarette? They're like, no, that, that's disgusting. Why would I want that? It's really cool. Does that though, I guess my question is, does that, does that creep back into their life over a period of weeks or months that hypnotherapy can continue to help stave sure. that off? Or is it kind of one and done? It's both. What does that go? What will happen for some smokers is six months down the road. Now, after six months, there there is no, after three days, any of the chemicals are out of the body, right? After six months. But what happens sometimes, they'll have a life event. Something traumatic will happen. And their mind will go, I need some comfort. Let me go back to my old friend. That's what happens with vapors and smokers that I've found. They'll quit, but a life event brings them back. So then we need to do a tune-up. Or if they just manage themselves using this gift of meditation through the time, they won't need to jump back to an old habit. But that's kind of a human nature thing that I've seen that kind of plays out in this area a little bit. Do you, do you find that, are there certain things like we just mentioned smoking and vaping, but are certain things like, is there overeating the desire or lack thereof to exercise? Are there success 
uh, in business. Are there other things that hypnotherapy can actually take someone and say, listen, on the health side, I can make you not want to eat as much, or I can make you, uh, or I can reprogram your brain to where you're going to want to exercise or on the success side of things, I can make you a successful business owner because I can reprogram your brain. Mm -hmm. What are the options here? What are the, yeah. what are the, what's available to us? If we've not looked at the hypnotherapy, what's available? That's a big one right there. Reprogramming your thinking about business, about your business choices, about lack and abundance, about choices and going in one, having a little bit of a coaching conversation, but then going in and recreating a new version of yourself, thinking differently acting differently, reacting differently. So yes, all of those, that's a huge one. And anxiety, panic, reprogramming our relationship to our central nervous system, reprogramming our relationship to reaction. That's huge. It, if you think about food and yes, also weight loss, hypnotherapy, is amazing for weight loss. We have programmed our self to eat in ways we're never meant to eat. You know, we've programmed a feeling of full to be oversatiated. You know, we've, we stop eating when we're gorged and that's not when we were supposed to stop. At first, our stomach didn't like it, but we've trained our conscious mind and our physical body through repetition, to eat in ways we were never supposed to eat, to feel things we're never supposed to feel. And so we redo that using hypnotherapy to really make some dramatic and amazing changes. Does hypnotherapy have to be done in person or can it be done virtually with the world of Zoom yeah. today? I mean, how does that work? 90% of my clients are worldwide. I do it over Zoom. It's nice to do sessions in person. Now, a lot of the entertainment things that you see me do, when I do the pulling or I hold somebody or I'll stick them to the floor, now that is, it's fun. I mean, that's not therapy, but it, well, it can be, but it's an auditory process. So I do it over Zoom because really, once your eyes are closed, and like right now, I can see you, you can hear me perfectly. If your eyes are closed, it makes no difference whether I'm in the room or here. It's the same thing. And I have to modify a couple processes, which I which I do. There's certain things obviously you can't do over Zoom, like the anchoring or a physical touch, but we don't need to do that to be effective. So yeah, it's it's over Zoom because I have clients in you name the country, I have a client there that I've worked with because I advertise my online products worldwide. So on your, uh, you, you're on your hypno vault. So it's the hypno vault.com. You've got a, uh, a membership where it's an online community that gives subscribers access to your 150 video hypnotherapy sessions. Yeah. Um, well, how, how, and then we're going to make a special offer at the end. So everybody can stay, stay tuned for that. But how does that work? So do I just, so I go in and I watch a session and I just listen to you. It's pre-recorded. And I get into a hypnotic state and I get the benefits of that. Is that what that happened? Is that what that is? Essentially, what I did is when I realized my resources are limited, meaning especially my voice. Yeah, I take voice lessons, but 
there's only so many one-on-one -on -one sessions I can do. There's only so much space you can hold for somebody and really give them the attention they deserve. We're limited in that area. You know, I'm not Superman. I don't have 24-hour unlimited energy. So I'm like, well, how can I get my gift out there more? And what can I do that's different than just something you might find on YouTube? So I decided to make the Hypno Vault, and I would take a topic. I have over, yeah, it's getting closer to 200 now. And every that's part of what I do. I'm always creating new sessions. But I come on like a video, and I'll talk with you about this session. So if we're talking about something like fear of flying, I'll come in and I'll talk a little bit about flying and the fears where they come from. So it's like we're together. And then the screen will black out. I'll say, get comfortable. My voice changes. Some music comes on. And we start doing a session as if we were in person. And you can pretty much look up any topic in life. And it's there. And it's a beautiful thing. And then I do live group hypnotherapy sessions every month for my subscribers, which is also something I love to do. We do questions and answers, and I take a topic that matters to us all. I talk about it, I do a little lecture on it, and then we do a group session. And the response to those, when I started, this last week I had one of the people that was with me from the very beginning. And I, liked, I said, hey, do you remember when there was four of us on this call? And she laughed. I think we had 125 on my live last last weekend it was really cool to see the difference that we can make over time with people you know and it's a gift and i have a community chat room so people can reach out and ask questions i answer them some of my assistants answer them too and it's, it's my online community it's it's something i really it's my, it's one of my I mean, it'll be here when i'm long gone and it'll be a foundation for my kids to run. You know, it's one of my gifts to the world that I really am super passionate about. And I can promise you, nobody has ever created anything like this. Other hypnotherapists have put out little courses, little things, but there's nothing like this that exists. And that's not even a sales pitch. It's just the reality of it. It's something that's very special to me that... that well, we're gonna we're gonna mention that at the end of the show yeah. and how people can get access to that. But let me let me transition into some success questions because this is, after all, the root of all success. Mm. And you've been very successful in a relatively short period of time developing your hypnotherapy career yeah. as Hypno Glenn. What is your one key to success? If you had to narrow everything that you've Easy. done to lead you to success, what's what's that one key? It's so simple for me. It's success for me was not being afraid to fail. I'd rather fail at taking a chance at something that means something to me than just let my life go by in the sidelines. And I've just made peace with sometimes I'm going to look stupid. Sometimes things aren't going to work as planned. I'm going to mess up. Oh, well. I'm still here. There's still air in my lungs. Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> That's well, really. Uh, well, what do you, how do you personally define success? So for me, I, I see it in a couple ways. Success for me isn't, I think there's too much emphasis on just the monetary aspect of success. 
Now, of course, being in survival mode sucks. We should have an abundant life. But for me, success is a feeling of serenity in my life. I really judge my life by my serenity, which is this feeling inside that's not determined by the outside world, by circumstances, by people, places, or things, a connection to myself where I'm enjoying my life. To me, that's the feeling of success. So by that definition, do you consider yourself to be a successful person? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a blessed guy and I, I really feel that. So if you had to speak one piece of advice to the listeners who are mostly entrepreneurs and business owners yeah. who may or may not have ever been privy to hypnotherapy or this idea of hypnosis or mm -hmm. this alternate state of mind, if you had to give one piece of advice to entrepreneurs, what would that one piece be? I would say it's not just, I, I don't know if I can put it in one piece, but in one small segment to other entrepreneurs, it is don't be discouraged if it doesn't happen as quick as you want it to. There's a belief that success must happen overnight and that it must happen instantly. And for some people it does. Sometimes it's a growth process. We need to get certain things in place in order for you to see those dreams, for you to realize those dreams. And sometimes during this process, we realize that's not really where I wanted to go. And that's okay too. Just because you built a business and maybe it became successful. Maybe you decided that's, this isn't working for me anymore. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, the days of what my father did, worked for one company, retired with a pension, those days were pretty much over for a lot of people. Many people, including myself, have had different careers through their life. Many restauranteurs, restaurant owners, they've had four or five failed restaurants till the sixth one hits. Many startups fail, and it's okay. That's part of what it is to be an entrepreneur or just to have a happy life. If your relationship doesn't work out, it doesn't mean you're prone that you have some bad picker. It means that, okay, you're growing and you haven't grown into the right relationship yet. And that I think is so key is to stop believing everything is supposed to happen overnight. I love it, man. That is really, really good, good, uh, good advice because too many of us live in this microwave society and we want our success to come as fast as we can get our popcorn. And that just, it doesn't happen that way. Well, Glenn, yes. Hey man, let's tell everybody how to get access to the hypno vault. Sure. You've got a deal where it's only seven ninety five for the first month for 30 days. And then it's only twenty nine ninety five after that. How do they get access to that? Just go to the hypno vault.com. And I get a lot of flack that I give the first month away for $7.95. That's okay. Because I do want people that aren't sure if it's for them or not to try it with really no risk. Eight bucks, you could change your life. And then if you want to stay in, I keep it so reasonable at $29.95 a month. 
And there's two reasons I do that. One, I love seeing my community grow. I love sharing. I want to make my work accessible to the person coming, the person in high school who's struggling that doesn't really have a lot, that is going to grow up, grow through, and make an amazing life. I want them to be able to use my work. And for entrepreneurs, I want it to be a no-brainer. Look at this. Done. Click. Let's go. And you have to realize, too, I have global influence. So in other countries, 30 American dollars isn't anything for, let's say, you or I. But in a country where the exchange rate is very different, it's a little more significant in other currencies. So yeah. what might be 30 bucks to you and me is like $200 to somebody else. And I'm, I'm sensitive to that. So that's why I price it. So everybody has access to what I do. Well, go to the hypnovault.com. That's the hypnovault.com. Sign up. Let them know that you heard about it on the Root of All Success. I would appreciate that. But Glenn, it's been a great, great conversation. I hope this has been interesting to the listeners because I, I am fascinated by what it is that you do. Yeah. I want to do some work with you. I think that there are some activities and events that we could probably do together and bring you, um, you know, to, to my audience here in the Nashville area when we do some live events. So everybody be, stay, stay tuned for that. But I think Hypno Glenn and the real Jason Duncan are going to do some cool things to help yeah. the business world because that's my audience. And I think that we can uh, do some cool things to help people get out of their own way and become the successful person and make the impact in the world that they want to. So Glenn, congrats on all your success. Thanks for being on the show today. And I look forward to staying continued contact with you. Absolutely. Awesome. It was wonderful to be here today. I'm excited. There's always, there's always positive feedback when you put something positive out in the world. So I look forward to hearing the positive feedback about what we shared today. Wow. Uh, what a great conversation with Glenn. I really want you to go take a look at thehypnovault.com. Sign up. I'm going to be doing this. Get your first 30 days for only eight bucks. And then if you decide to keep doing it, it's only 30 bucks moving forward. $7.95 and $29.95 to be exact. And check out Hypno Glenn, Hypno underscore Glenn on IG, Instagram or TikTok. Uh, and also on YouTube, he's got Glenn Rotman CHT on YouTube, Glenn Rotman CHT. So check Check this guy out and look into this because this is all about a state of mind. We talked about mindset and he says, well, it's really a state of mind. And that's where we're at because hypnotherapy is about helping you change your state of mind. You can do that through meditation. You can do it through self auto suggestion. You do it for through affirmations, or you could do it through hypnotherapy or a combination of all those things. But as he said earlier in the show, which I thought was one of the big golden nuggets of the show, he says that when we affirm something, what we're doing is we're making something that doesn't yet exist in our lives familiar. And that is, I think, the real trick in all of this, whether you're doing affirmations, meditation, uh, if you're doing positive mental attitude, positive self-talk, auto-suggestion, or hypnotherapy, what we're trying to do is make something that's not yet real in our life familiar so that when it happens, we don't sabotage it. So if you're trying to affirm a certain weight that you're trying to get to or a certain dollar amount you're trying to earn or a certain net worth you're trying to hit, if you affirm it regularly, what you're doing is you're making it familiar so that when it happens, you don't sabotage it because you, it's, it's like a boat. Like if you're on a boat and you've set the autopilot on the boat to take you across the ocean, 
and you don't have to pay attention because the autopilot is doing this job. But if you look up and you say, you know what, I really don't want to go that direction. I want to go a different direction. And you grab the helm and you turn that wheel to the right a little bit or to the left, whichever way you want to go. And as long as you hold the wheel, everything's good. Everything's going to go exactly the way you're aiming. But when you let go, what's going to happen? It's going to go back to the autopilot. It's going to go back to the original positioning. And that's why we sabotage things that we are not ready for when they happen. It's because we haven't reprogrammed the autopilot to go the direction we want. So if you casually say, well, I want a million dollars, you casually say, I want to lose 20 pounds. And let's say that you happen upon it and you hit it, you get the million or you lose the 20 you'll self-sabotage because when you let go of the wheel, it goes back the other direction. You go back 20 pounds heavier, you lose the million dollars. Take a, take a look at this stuff, guys. This is really, really important. Your mind is the most powerful thing on the planet. Jesus Christ, who was one of the most amazing, or the most amazing person ever to walk the face of the earth, when he did all these great things, healing people, raising people from the dead, he looked at his followers, he said, you will do even more amazing things than me, things than these. How could he say that? It's because he knows that the power of our mind is the most amazing power on earth. And you can do some pretty amazing things. Just take it seriously. Thank you again for listening to this show. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I did want to say one thing before we sign off today is that I do only, I only take up to seven one-on-one coaching clients per year. Uh, I do very intensive one-year commitments with my coaching clients where we go deep dive into their business and their life and try to figure out how to get to that next step. We meet every week on, on a phone call and we do four in-person visits here in Nashville a year where we really dig deep in and I only take five to seven of these people. Well, I only have two slots available right now. Um, I'm, I'm up to five and I've got two slots available to get me to seven. If you're interested in applying for one of those last two slots available, all you have to do is go to therealjasonduncan.com slash coaching therealjasonduncan.com slash coaching. And on the left side of that page, you'll see the Exeter program. It tells you how much it costs. It tells you what you get. And there's an apply button at the bottom. Hit that apply button and we'll have a conversation about how I can help you achieve more than you ever thought you could achieve. And I can do that with you. We can work together to make that happen. Big thanks again to Glenn Rotman, Hypno, Hypno Glenn for being on the show today. Please tune in again next week when I talk with yet another very successful and amazing entrepreneur about his or her journey to success. Until then, I am the real Jason Duncan. And as always, Jesus is King. Attention business owners. Attention business owners. Feeling burnout from running your business? Uncertain if you're nearing burnout? Take our free 10-question business burnout test at businessburnouttest.com to discover where you stand. With just 10 quick questions, you'll learn how to immediately begin making changes to regain freedom and success. Cut your daily operations time in half. Improve your quality of life and prepare your business for your future exit without losing revenue or profit. Visit businessburnouttest.com now and take the test. Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with The Real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at The Real Jason Duncan. See you again next time here on The Root of All Success.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.